interesting. All right, cool. Let's get this started. Nothing happened really in the last few weeks, so I don't really know what we should talk about. Hmm. I mean, I think we just had a whole like two hour pre-show. I know, I know, an hour and a half. Um, so let's good, call it a day and go and get some food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, coffee time. No, okay. So right now, right now, I'm sitting in this room, and it's very warm. I have the fan on, so hopefully, hopefully you can't. Hopefully the microphone doesn't pick it up too much, but it's you know we're going into summer. It's getting mm-hmm. warm anyway. I also have over ear headphones on oh. because well that's what I use for the podcast recording. But they, it feels very strange to have these over ear headphones on because it's been like over two weeks since I've used mm. them. Because we, I mean we haven't recorded the podcast, and uh, I have nice replacements for these <laughs> Bose over ear on my travel. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, so AirPods Pro. Air, sorry, AirPod. What is AirPods, it's AirPods, AirPods, Pro. AirPods Pro? Oh, this, okay. this is the name Pro. that's really distracting me. It's like Mac MacBooks Pro. Yeah, but I wouldn't say All the that very often. Pros. Pro. <laughs> okay, fun. how do you like them? Anyway, yeah. Oh, they're great. Wait, so just uh, do either of you have no. them? No. Okay. All right. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like I don't like the inner or like the rubber tip type of headphones in general and i also feel like if i want noise cancelling headphones i want them to be over ear because i want socially i would like other people to see that i'm wearing noise cancelling headphones also mm. fair very valid points um i totally agree with you about like any like rubber tipped headphones kind of sucking um these are okay though okay. they're not they're not great they have fallen out of my ears exactly once more than the original airpods ever <laughs> okay. did uh, which is to say they've fallen out mm-hmm. once. Oh, they okay. fell into one, the left bud fell into the kitchen sink oh. yesterday. So we recorded them the right day, so I have this story to tell. <laughs> um, I wasn't, like, it wasn't this even anything riveting fancy. Story. And also, like, on a run, I feel like I constantly need to, like, push them out. Okay. Um, so they're not great. But sitting in an office, they're amazing. Did you try all um, the different tip sizes and... I have tried all of the different tips for many days at a time. I've, I've settled on the medium ones. Okay. So... The small was okay, um, but it didn't do very well. So, there's an ear tip test. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried it? tests how much noise- Yes, I have constantly, which tests <laughs> how much noise leaks from outside of the- um, outside mm-hmm. of the bud. And so, with the small ones, I was often getting that the, the fit wasn't quite right. Um, with the medium ones, which is where I've ended up, the ear tip test, like, passes. It's good. Um but I do feel like they don't they don't fit perfectly. The large ones are equally okay in terms of um, fit, okay. but they also start to like pop out mm. probably about as much as the medium ones do. Like it's neither of them are a perfect mm. fit. Um, it's just a thing that happens over time. Like I, you know, maybe every hour if I'm at work or whatever, I just kind of need to like push them back in. Um, but like apart from the fit, I mean, they're great. The the um, the other advantage in like having to push, well, sorry, the other benefit of pushing them in is that generally means the noise cancelling is so much better. Like I notice after just okay. pushing them in, like everything is so mm-hmm. much quieter. Um, so it really does make like the fit of the tip really does make a difference for the noise cancelling. Yeah. Um, but that said, so if the if they're fitted well, if they've just been pushed in, the noise cancelling is fantastic. Um, okay. Like the main scenarios where I'm using these are on the train. Mm-hmm. In an office and at the gym. Mm-hmm. And for all three, like, 
I'm really happy with how well they do uh, for noise cancelling. Like at the gym, I no longer need to turn up my headphones ridiculously loud mm-hmm. to block mm-hmm. out the like stupid music that the gym <laughs> yeah, plays quite loudly, yep. um, which is very frustrating. And yeah, they're, they're pretty good. I'm not convinced about using them for running. I have considered. I haven't been on too many runs since getting them because Sydney is quite smoky at the moment. But I've considered going back to the original AirPods for just for running. Um, you were so excited is, about the sweat yeah. resistance, and now <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it, that's the thing. So. Like, it looked like it was going to rain this morning, and I didn't... Normally, if it looks like it's going to rain and I'm going on a run, I'll take a Ziploc bag in my pocket to pop pop the AirPods in. Um, But I really don't know. Like, it's just not great to every few minutes have to push them back in. Mm. Um, Whereas the app, like, original ones, it's kind of set and forget. Put them in my ears, and yes, I need to turn them up a bit louder, but I don't need to touch them. Like, there's Mm, zero maintenance. I can do... Like, like run for an hour and it's no problem. Um, whereas these ones, I'm definitely like noticing them in my ears and noticing as they slip out and noticing the need to push them back in, which mm. is slightly mm. annoying. Uh, I mean, it's a trade-off. Like, I, and that's the thing. I'm not sure if the trade-off of noise cancelling is worth it. Um, it might be, and it might be that I'm just happy to stick with them. But I think I need to go for a few more runs before making that decision. All right. uh, but in every other scenario, the, the trade-off of having to push them in every now and then is totally uh totally outweighs okay. is outweighed by uh the benefit of the noise cancelling mm. they also sound really good and i'm not sure if that's just because of the noise cancelling or if they're actually better i've heard things that they're actually better um but i f- i feel like with the original airpods even in a really quiet room for them to sound pretty decent you kind of need to turn them up um whereas with these ones that's definitely not the case mm-hmm. um can hear music quite clearly uh, in a quiet uh, sorry, environment how would you even. say because you said you had the Bose before? Yes, yep. Um, how would you say they compare um, to those in terms of noise cancelling and like blocking out sound? It, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think when the AirPods have like just been pushed in, so you know yeah. when like, the noise mm-hmm. cancelling is at its mm-hmm. most, uh, pretty on par in all the oh, situations okay. like, uh, that I, I would use it. Um, I, mean, I've no, I haven't done like a scientific test of like take the, or not sign, but even I haven't done like a proper test mm-hmm. to take the Bose ones on and, and swap them for the AirPods. But like that does the job. Like it's I'm like perfectly satisfied with the noise cancelling. Um, yeah, it's not a main issue. Yeah. Uh, I think, I guess the the thing with the over ears is you also get that like physical isolation as well in terms of, um, you know, you just have that like the big thick barrier sort of around your ear, which probably means it's slightly better. Um, but whatever Apple has done with the noise cancelling is is wild. I have, I have this... You know the sensation of putting on noise cancelling headphones and like turning on the noise cancelling and everything just kind of mm-hmm. goes quiet and it's really mm-hmm. weird. I like I kind of get that with the Bose, um, but I, I I get that more with the Bose when I take them off. With the AirPods Pro, when you put one in your ear, it's in the transparency mode, so you don't really notice. But when you put the other one in, it's just like this weird seal of everything going quiet, and I get that more with the AirPods than I ever did with the Bose. Like, that sensation of, wow, this, like, the change is super noticeable when you put them in initially. And Mm. so, I'm, I don't know, does that mean they're better? Maybe, (laughs) like, maybe the difference is more stark. Like, just a few times I've been in a busy place, like, say, for example, the shops or uh, walking through, like, a particular, uh, like, road at uni Mm. where it's quite noisy. Um, I've had that moment of, like, popping them in and just going, whoa, like, that, that difference is really noticeable. Whereas I got that, a little bit less with the Bose. So, okay. I don't know. It's really impressive. Um, it's quite. It's actually quite nice to walk through the shops. If you're alone, of course, walking through the shops with head, <laughs> like noise-canceling headphones <laughs> in, even if nothing's playing, because, wow, shops are mm-hmm. loud. Um, 
and you know i would never really have walked through them with my bose over here before mm-hmm. but like these ones kind of subtle enough that you can just keep them in your mm-hmm. ears and go about your day it's mm-hmm. great um okay the the other the other um part that they the other thing that they beat the bose with well and truly is the bose kind of struggle if it's windy and you're walking outside oh really um, and those don't so the bose the bose i have the qc35 twos have three modes i have noise cancelling off noise cancelling on and they have an in between okay. mode um and often if it's windy the the like you know it's trying to overcorrect for mm-hmm. the wind and you can really hear the wind <laughs> in your uh, in your headphones and you often have to turn it down to the like the medium noise cancelling mode whereas i've actually found with the airpods that it's reversed so when the noise cancelling is at its maximum it does a pretty good job of of like noise cancelling the wind it's not letting that noise in as much um but if you go down to the transparency mode then it lets way more of the noise sound in sorry out of the wind noise it's way more of the wind noise mm-hmm. in so, I think they've done a really good job of factoring in, like, day-to-day, you know, people go for walks with their AirPods, it's going to be windy. Um, mm. Same same goes for running. Like, they've done a really good job of having the noise cancelling work in those day-to-day scenarios when you do have, like, external noise like wind and things like that, which is one thing that the both struggled with. So, would you say the wind noise is louder when you're um, having transparency on than if you're not wearing headphones? I think so. Oh, wow. There's something weird about it. And again, like, I haven't sat there taking in and out, in and out, but there's something strange about it where it seems to like slightly amplify the sound of the wind. Um, so, is this with the Bose or is this dramatic? with the AirPods? This is with the okay. AirPods when you're in transparency yeah, yeah. mode that it amplifies. The Bose, the Bose do- don't handle wind well when the noise cancelling is at its full, um, like mm-hmm. yeah, full yeah. capacity, full mode. Yeah. I don't know what the word is there. <laughs> um, whereas the AirPods are quite good at it at, at uh, offsetting the wind noise. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least it's not louder than without the AirPods. Yeah, um, which is which is quite good. Um, there's there's one other thing that these AirPods have made me kind of want now. Um, and that is like an auto volume adjust on when you're listening mainly to podcasts. Mm-hmm. But there's been a few times when like, because the thing with the AirPods is you can have them really, really low. So with the AirPods yeah, yeah. Pro, you can have them re- the volume really, really mm-hmm. low because the noise cancelling is so good. Like it's not uncommon to have it like one or two clicks from the oh, bottom if right. you're walking in a quiet area. Uh, in an office, generally the lowest volume is still okay. Uh mm. You know, don't need super loud music while I'm working, just saying it's kind of some background noise and that, that works great. Um, but it's kind of, you know, sometimes I like walk through a construction site and, and obviously like the noise is picking mm-hmm. up and the, the noise cancelling mm-hmm. is firing as well. And it's doing a really good job of responding to that. But obviously at that point, the, you know, one or two mm-hmm. clicks from the bottom, the volume is not quite enough. And I kind of thought it would be really cool. It's mm-hmm. like the next logical step because it's always monitoring outside noise, right? You've especially uh, combined that with the Apple Watch, which is now doing that in WatchOS 6, or it's taking readings yeah, a few yeah. times a minute. You know, I don't know, maybe there's a feature in there that, you know, to not not to an extreme limit, like you could probably, you'd probably have to set a volume mm-hmm. limit, but even if you could say like up to 50% or something, like auto adjust, yeah, um, yeah. or even if it was a mode, I don't know, I just think that would be like a super cool feature. Yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. And then, you know, as you finished walking past that construction site, like it went right back down mm-hmm. to, to that volume. Um, I'm sure it's a lot of work. Like, a, Did you try them while bicycling or like moving faster like i'm i'm mostly concerned like while bicycling you probably want don't want noise cancelling on right so you would want transparency on but if mm-hmm. transparency doesn't work mm-hmm. too well with wind noise that would probably be amplified if you're bicycling mm. yeah good point um the other thing is there was a software update for these a couple of days ago which i haven't tried out but potentially that fixes any mm. 
wind. Oh yeah, yeah. Weird wind noises. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's my like, kind of initial impressions. But yeah, I really, I really like them. How do you feel about them when noise cancelling? Like, it's completely off rather than transparency. Honestly, never use that <laughs> setting for more than a few seconds. Like, it's just, if I'm using these, I want noise cancelling. Okay, so do you use your other ones, like your regular AirPods? I've been using them for one very specific use case, and that's uh, when I'm, like, in bed watching TV shows on my iPad. Okay. Um, the reason is, that's not a scenario where I want noise cancelling, and, like, it, like it's not a question that these noise cancelling ones, the AirPods Pro are more uncomfortable than the other ones, mm-hmm. um, than the originals. And I, I think I said it before that I've, the original AirPods fit me really well. Like, I, mm. I don't know, I got really lucky there, but like perfect fit. Yeah, I've yeah, never same. had to worry about them mm. falling out in any scenario. So, in a situation where I don't want noise cancelling, I would definitely opt for the original AirPods. That's not to say I'm going to take, like, I don't carry both pairs of AirPods with me, but I've got the original sitting on my desk here at home. So, it's really easy for me to just reach across and mm-hmm. grab them at night. Um, and that's working quite well. Uh, that's the only time that I've reverted back to these, uh, the original ones. Um, if I was in a scenario where I didn't want noise cancelling, then I would probably go back to to the original as well, just just purely based on mm-hmm. comfort. Um, yeah. the, yeah. I, uh, I'm sure this has been written about, but is the battery life better or worse in general when you're using noise cancelling? Slightly less, according okay. to the spec sheet. Okay. Yeah, with noise cancelling, it's... I wonder if you turn noise cancelling off if it matches the old mm. one, because I think it's supposed to be four and a half hours with noise cancelling, and I don't know if they quoted numbers without it. But the thing is, coming from the first gen or the original AirPods, um, the the battery life is significantly oh, yeah. better. Um, my biggest problem with the AirPods, the original AirPods battery, wasn't the actual buds themselves, but the case. The case only seemed to have maybe two charges of the AirPods in it mm-hmm. um, by the time I finished with it. So just having a case that is you know can hold a full charge again is really awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. And I haven't run out of battery since, so it's pretty good. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm I'm really like really happy. With- and the other thing that's quite nice about them is the case size is not any bigger or not significant. Sorry, it is bigger, but not significantly bigger, like not in any noticeable way. Um, it is slightly taller, but like when it's in a pocket, it's not something I'm thinking, oh, these are now too big, um, which is something I was worried about. Like you have better headphones with more technology packed in. Which pocket do you keep yours in? One of my front pockets. There's no okay, consistency so not there. The, not the coin pocket. Not the coin pocket, no. Uh, in okay. some pants, they do fit in there, um, but that's okay. not... I don't know. I have enough pocket space that it's fine to just kind of throw in a pocket with my phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's great. Or a bag. If I'm carrying a bag, like the case can mm. sit in the bag. Mm. That's fine. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah no, it's, I, it's, uh, they're pretty good. Um, I think for myself, I landed, and that might make Tim Cook very happy. Um, at the moment, I'm using the uh, Sony WH-1000XM2. Um, we Sony's well-named uh, yeah. wireless headphones. Thank you. For like mostly travel and whenever I don't want to use Bluetooth stuff, uh, Bluetooth headphones, but mostly mostly for for traveling, um, and they're they're fine. I I just don't feel I don't find them particularly comfortable. So my my plan right now is, whenever they break and <laughs> whenever the the noise cancelling ones you have break. Yeah, whenever the, those mm-hmm. Sony's give up uh, on me, and uh, considering how how often do headphones? Yeah, break? that's that's a bit of a concern. <laughs> they I'm going to be very suspicious long. if your headphones are breaking. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably last me quite some time. But when when they are due to be replaced for whatever reason, um, I I probably get AirPods, hoping like AirPods Pro, hoping that they'll work as everyday AirPods. But if not, to be kind of those specialized because i i want yeah. some kind of pair of 
airplane headphones with noise cancelling. Um, and considering that the Sonys, they're like 450 bucks, and the AirPods are, uh, in, in air quotes, only 330 bucks. It's they're actually cheaper than than the Sonys. So even if I would use them for the same use case, um, this is kind of where I think I maybe I'd you land. shouldn't have bought the Sony ones from the <laughs> beginning. I mean, I've had them for years. They're I got good use just mm. alone flying from from like from sydney to australia mm. uh, sydney S- to australia. yeah that's mm. well short flight from sydney to vancouver that flight alone mm. was worth the, the 400 dollars okay. i paid yeah so i i agree with that that even if i never i mean i'll do the podcast but aside from this if i don't use my over ear headphones for anything other than when i fly i'm still perfectly happy to keep them around like these will i mean the over ear both definitely make more sense on a long haul flight um, I, I hope the, the AirPods are good like, for flying because I I just can't stand those headphones. They're just very uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. it is it's hard, right? Even if you kind of doze off, like if you're mm. like falling asleep on the plane, if yep. you have those headphones and you have noise cancelling on, as soon as your head touches the headrest, like the ear cups, mm-hmm. um, mm. it it just because of the vibration of the plane, it uh, trans- transfers to the headphones, and then yep. the noise cancelling mm. just adds noise that's mm-hmm. and it's really uncomfortable um so just for that alone i think the airpods assuming that the noise cancelling works on planes and yep. from what i've read so far they they seem to do all right uh, that would be way more comfortable because you 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 know they're they're less uh, they're they're not as big objects and even if you just like i don't know you have a hoodie on and you put a hood up then you avoid that problem entirely yeah. so that would I agree be about comfort um the two other things i'll just say like the um you can fix that with a neck pillow by the way um the i know what you mean about the vibration thing but if you do have a neck Mm. pillow which is essential on a long haul flight let's be real um you know that that does solve the problem but my two concerns with the airpods are one that they don't last the whole flight um the nice thing about the boat is you don't (laughs) have to take them off speaking from an australian Um, perspective (laughs) yes yes, i absolutely am Um, four four and a half hours gets me to most places i want to go yeah fair and the other point is if i dozed off i'd be worried that one of the airpods pro would fall out of my ears and i would lose it forever behind the seat behind in the seat behind me somewhere yeah um because airplane <laughs> you have seats, some I'm interesting not. sleeping exactly. style. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, between the best of times, like yeah. you know, give it five hours of me being asleep, and they might like pop out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah th- it kind of depends. I-, I would have to see how well they fit. If they if they would actually pop out by themselves, I probably wouldn't want to keep them at all. But assuming that, I mean, usually I don't, I mostly have comfort issues with in-ears. I don't actually have fit issues, like even with most of the other ones, um, like just the cheap ones you can buy off Amazon for like 10 bucks. They all, like for me, I, I'm, I don't know, I have a unicorn in-ear headphone uh, ear apparently because I've never had headphones that do not fit into my ears without popping out. So I'm, I'm not too worried about that, assuming that trend continues um i just sometimes don't feel that it's comfortable long term so as long as 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 they're fit um i'm i'm happy with them because the over ears are not comfortable for me either yeah no that's fair and Mm -hmm. i think almost like if somebody wanted noise cancelling headphones the default should probably be airpods now if Mm. they're an ios and mac os user and then if there's a specific reason to go with over ear headphones um it be that you just need a wire like we do in the the case of recording a podcast mm-hmm. um 
or if you were like super concerned and wanted the absolute best noise cancelling possible or, you know, I don't know, if there was a specific reason you needed over ears, then I would suggest them. But otherwise, if you just, if someone was just looking for noise cancelling headphones, I'd probably suggest the AirPods Pro because hmm. they're, uh, they're pretty awesome. And, and it's actually surprising, right? If you look at how much you would pay for similar over ear headphones, like mm-hmm. with ANC, you're, yep. you're paying the same or more. Yeah, I like, actually paid I mean, less for my AirPods than I did for my Bose QC35s. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, doesn't make those headphones cheap. They're still really expensive oh, headphones. God, no. <laughs> but, it's ridiculous, um, but if if you're looking for something in like f- with active noise cancelling and Bluetooth, you're you're always in the same price range. So it's it's pretty it's actually a pretty appealing headphone. Are you getting convinced now? Is, are you going to buy order some? As headphones? I said, I'm 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 100 happy with the the AirPods that I have right now. They will probably die at some point. Uh, just battery-related things, right? Uh, the last. So let's say your AirPod, your current AirPods die before your um, Sony, Sony mm-hmm. ones die. Would you buy which AirPods? Would you buy? I would probably try the uh, AirPods Pro. See if they're comfortable enough. F- like if if they would be comfortable enough for me that I'd be comfortable walking around with them all day because I u- often use them like doing household stuff right just Mm -hmm. being inside not actually needing noise cancelling at all i'm just doing i don't know uh whatever you do in a household doing dishes uh cooking all the things we do a lot um if they're comfortable enough that i'm i wouldn't mind wearing those instead of the the regular airpods i would just get a pair of airpods pro and use them exclusively for everything that would be ideal but just based on usually not finding in-ear headphones as comfortable i'd probably get another pair of airpods amateur standard whatever um and and keep using those for all the non noise cancelling traveling purposes all right any anything else airpods pro related yeah we only spoke about it for like half an hour i don't really have anything i I just kind of give yeah just gave them like a mini review um I haven't really tweeted much about it because I was saving it for the show and I was very excited to talk about them. So, um, all I think I said on Twitter was that the noise cancelling is amazing, um, which it is. Like, it's really impressive for such tiny headphones. I did I did wonder how they were going to do noise cancelling in such a small like mm-hmm. headphone. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess it makes sense when you consider the, des- the design change to have the rubber tip and because I was kind of half expecting them to look the same and I was like, that would be really impressive if it worked. Mm. Um, mm. But no, this this works. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I like them. But it's also impressive because a lot of the other ones are really not that good. Like this seems yes, to yeah. be overall, like not like all the reviews I've read, even people that used like hundreds of different headphones, everyone's very clear on this seems to be the best in-ear noise cancelling headphone you can get. It's a pretty good review. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So there's one more thing I do want to mention before we move away from this is that the very awkward tap to play and pause or tap to invoke Siri is gone. Um, And now these have a sensor on the stem of the AirPods, which you Hmm. kind of press or press and hold to do things. And it's amazing. And it actually, it gives you like haptic feedback. So when oh, really? and that, yeah. yeah, so it, it's not a physical button because when they're not in your ears, it doesn't do anything if you press it. Okay. Um, which and I'm like I'm amazed that they managed to fit like some kind of vibration motor in that's really like, cool. in the the headphone. But yeah, when you mm. when you press it, you get feedback as though you like pressed a physical button. It's really good. Yeah. It's a lot more comfortable than awkwardly like tapping your ears. Um, 
Not that I do it much because you can use the Hey Siri thing and that does like most of the things I'd want to do for but controls. I, I used to use... Oh, so do you say Hey Siri, change, um, like skip forward? Um, yeah, yeah, if I need to. Okay, um, because for me, what I used to do is to... I, I turned Siri off with the, from the tap gesture. I used to... I just mapped that to be play and skip. Oh, yeah, nice. Which I usually use the Apple but, Watch for that. Um, oh, okay. You can also... So I've got it set at the moment to control... To go between noise cancelling on and transparency mode if I press and hold, which has been handy a okay. few times, but you can mm-hmm. also do that, control that from the Apple Watch. So, yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal one way or another. Uh, you, yeah. can, you can do that. Um, but mm. if you don't have an Apple Watch, I imagine that's quite a nice feature. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it seems really nice because at the moment it feels... Maybe I'm tapping way too hard, but it's always uncomfortable. Like, I feel like the noise it makes from me tapping is not comfortable. <laughs> but it's yeah, always no, I the agree. thing, right? It's, it is, like it is it. uncomfortable, but you also don't want to be just under the threshold because then yeah. you, you got the discomfort for nothing. Yeah. So, and you're also the weirdo continuing tapping your ear. <laughs> I mean, that, that's okay. I'm <laughs> being the weirdo is okay to me. Okay. I don't want, I don't like being tapping judged. his okay. ears is the least strange thing he did in public today. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, I, I, I think first when, when they were announced, I was like, nah, I don't need new AirPods. I'm very happy. But the more, more I hear people being excited about them and, and they do have a fit in my life. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe one right. day. But yeah, I mean, cool. these alone uh, are those, worth those it products are just so, I don't know, they feel so much more polished than, than a lot of other things. Apple in general, yeah, I feel like the AirPods is my favorite Apple product at the moment, and it's like so consistent, right? It just it, it, it just works, yeah. like it actually just works, it, and it's reliable and it's consistent. And I mean, if your battery starts flaking out, but it's more of a chemical problem that isn't really solvable. But it's like as long as as you know, as long as you keep them charged, they do exactly what you want them to do. Especially mm. since they switched to the H one uh, chip, I had a lot more like Bluetooth breakouts before then. But since since the second generation, it's just been perfect. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, oh, that's, yeah so because coming from first gen, the switching between devices is incredible. It's so much faster. Mm. Like it feels two or three times faster. Like I don't know if I haven't measured it, but that's how it feels. Like it's just. Because uh, I, I do a lot of switching between both Mac and phone and phone and watch. And mm-hmm. previously, there was a bit of a delay there. But now, it just kind of feels like I press the button and things happen. It's great. Mm. Love but it. also, the Hey Ding Dong is just like, you, you don't have to wait for anything. Mm. You just say mm-hmm. trigger word and you ask your question and there you go. It's yeah, just I think pretty good. what you're looking for is Hey Ding is. Ding Dong. Not Ding Dong. Ding Dong is used in the good place for calling people idiots. Oh. Dingus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes Ding-dong it's is. appropriate to call Siri an idiot, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll stick with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, I, cool. Like, okay, so I like the AirPods. Super excited to have this episode, even though it's been like two weeks coming. But the, there's, there's one more thing we have to talk about this episode, and that is okay. the new MacBook Pro. 16 See, I, I have intentionally not asked you about this in any mm-hmm. text yep. messages because I, I assumed you were very excited I and I wanted so to hear excited. it. I'm yeah? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're right. And that's the thing. We haven't discussed this at all. Like all week. I mean, it came out. Yeah, a few like, days I ago. I don't know. Maybe you even bought it. I have no idea. Oh well. No, I haven't bought <laughs> it. Um. Really, what it does Boring. is makes me super excited for the smaller laptop <laughs> yeah, that they're yeah, going yeah. to come out with. Yeah. And, and this true. is not unexpected, right? Like. Yeah. That's the part about this. That's like I am so keen for the inevitable 14-inch version of this laptop. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but I am Ooh, super like excited and super impressed with this laptop. And Apple, so I, I don't really read or, or follow too much Apple news these days. I know we, we discussed this back and forth on the show, but at the moment, I kind of just read 9to5Mac and that's it. I don't really even listen to Apple tech podcasts anymore. That's kind of changed. But I listened to a lot of Apple tech podcasts this week because uh, <laughs> some mm-hmm. people who got press access did a lot of podcasts and I was so excited. I wanted to listen to everything and know everything about this new machine. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited for this because I, as the... As the person on this show who loves laptops, and I know, Marlon, you use a laptop, but you don't love it, and Kai, <laughs> yeah. you are very anti-laptop. I, like, this I is, mean, I this use is one so when I'm not to- at home. It's not that I'm like religiously trying to uh, get rid of laptops in this world. Yeah, it's just I, whenever I, I can like, avoid it. I'm somebody it, who I, I only wants on to use a laptop. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I will you, plug it into weird. nice big fancy screens, sure, but like this is this is so exciting. There's everything about this laptop seems to be an improvement. Um, I'm I'm actually excited about this machine for a different reason, and that's just I feel like I'm now at a point again. If someone asks me, "Hey, which Apple laptop should I buy?" Oh, I can yeah. say, "Get yes. the 16 inch laptop. It's 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 awesome." That's Rather true. than saying, yeah. "Well, don't buy any of them," and you don't have to tell them to sell their soul for it because yeah, price yeah. wise, it's the same. Yeah, it's, but it's so also awesome. just I, I don't have to worry. Like I mean, we the the, the keyboards they do last. A, a certain amount of time but like months spacebar is now crapping out yeah so it's like i i just don't want to mm-hmm. be the person recommending a super expensive computer where people then have like they eat chips once next to their computer and the computer just completely stops working it's like i don't hey, want to recommend that i didn't i didn't eat chips but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's just i i'm so excited that there is a laptop that i'm like no this is probably the one you want yeah. Yeah. You either want a small one, in which case my recommendation is still wait. But if you want a 16-inch sized uh, computing device, mm. then this is the one you should buy. And it seems like it's unequivocally a good machine. But it's also very clearly the computer Apple should have shipped in 2016. 2016? Like sure. this is yes. This mm-hmm. is this is you know this is more obvious, closer step from 15 from the 2015 generation. It's just you know you, they. Picked the best keyboard they had, made it slightly better, and shipped that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, and like they they wanted to put a touch bar on there, so go for it. Like there's something yeah, new. Yeah. Uh, I'm still uh, not happy about that. Not that I'm saying that I want the touch bar, but if you want to innovate the keyboard, the touch bar is not a terrible thing to change. Well, I, I, I find it hilarious that we're in a world where a dedicated escape key is called out on the website as a feature. <laughs> like, no. I See, love that. Okay, it's, I'm sorry. It's I hilarious. hate to, I hate to, I hate to bring us down. <laughs> But this is so frustrating to me. It's like, is this innovation? Is this what innovation <laughs> in 2019 looks like? The most beautiful escape key on a laptop ever. Yeah, and now there's two millimeters between, extra in between each button. It's just a little bit frustrating that this is the news we're well, talking about. Well, it's actually saying a dedicated escape key allows quick switching between modes and views. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm, that that's is, what I'm saying. Like, it is, is called ridiculous. out in bold on the website. Yeah, it's amazing. Ridiculous. Oh, um, man. And and yes, the the correct decision would probably have been to have never gotten rid of it. But like, you know, okay, look, everyone makes mistakes. People make mistakes. Companies make mistakes. Apple yeah, yeah. has had a rough few years with a laptop. That said, mm-hmm. personally, I've been quite happy with my laptop. Uh, granted, it doesn't have a touch bar, um, mm-hmm. but it is a 2016 model. Uh, Apple made mistakes. The keyboard, kind of bad. I am mm-hmm. I'm happy that they've come back from this and have, you know, released a laptop that 
general, general for the most part, people are happy yeah. with. Like, yeah. it's not a matter of, oh, well, you're stuck with this because, you know, our exactly, decisions were yeah. perfect. And yeah, they kind um, of um, admitted yeah. their, their fault and have come out. I mean, and they said, haven't admitted it. They have said that no, this seemed to be what but Pro it's admission wants, by, uh, by action, right? It's admission yeah, by changing yeah. things. If there was yeah, nothing wrong with it, ridiculous. it didn't need to be changed. We, we listen to our users. Turns out our users like computers that work. <laughs> so yeah. we made some changes. Also, I mean, we listen to our users. Turns out when people buy a computer, they want one that has fans that can support the turbo boost of the CPUs we put in them. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I don't want to be too negative about <laughs> that because like, this is innovation. If you're going to ask someone what the next iPhone will look like or what they want, they might just say, I'm happy with the one I have. Don't change anything. And that could be the same thing that would have happened to the keyboard. So I'm not saying that they shouldn't experiment with things, but it's just this was not something people were happy about. So it is nice that they are recognizing that people aren't happy and they are moving back on it and they are changing it. We, we could have and still saved ourselves three years. You don't get anywhere if you don't take risks, right? Okay, it, yeah. it shouldn't have taken so long, but it, like what Marlon said, you don't you don't m- like make progress if you don't try things. Mm. And they tried and they failed and we're back to this point now where there's a nice laptop that people I'd are very still happy argue about. that they could have caught that before they shipped it. But so, but wasn't there like a major reason why they thought this new keyboard design would be better? Because the butterfly keyboard was supposed to be a lot more consistent of yeah, a stable key, like a stable key when you tap it, and it was supposed to be more satisfying to tap on because of that or something. It, it was supposed to be the input was supposed to be more accurate, right? Sure, because sure. the yeah, that I think it was supposed to feel is... nicer to type on. Mm. Yeah. And I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, I quite enjoy typing on the laptop. Um, but obviously, there's concerns around getting dust and crumbs in there. And yeah. What that could yeah. Mean so, that's the concern I see as well. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, I mean, they didn't just do it for the sake of it. So, they obviously thought this was a better way forward. And maybe it would have been if it wasn't for all the crumbs that go under them. Yeah. And the other thing, um, they were committed to the butterfly keyboard. I mean, they, they revised it a few times over the years. Like, I think they really, I, I guess somebody or, or people inside of Apple really thought that it was like a superior way to type. And uh-huh. I guess they just couldn't hmm. get the reliability that they wanted. And, and that's fine. Like, you know, maybe in a in a world where there were no issues with keys getting stuck, it would you know we'd, we'd still have a butterfly keyboard on this computer, and it would be oh so slightly. There thinner, were so many things about that machine, okay. like the, the that it didn't have a cooling uh, thermal design that would sustain the processors in it is another mm-hmm. thing, right? It just seems like this is the alternative universe. Uh, MacBook that should have, have shipped in 2016. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I am very happy that they changed the keyboard because I have had problems with it myself, and I'm just like, I'm just joking that like, great, they added two millimeters between each of them. But honestly, I am a little bit concerned about the tech industry in general when these are things we are <laughs> excited about. I mean, it's just back. Even though the right? keyboard it's is much better. Like, we we go back to the the um. Uh, inverted T, uh, arrow keys, we have an escape key. It's like yeah. most of the decisions we thought we were confident about in 2016, we were wrong. Now we fixed them. It's good, better to do yeah. that. But it's definitely the alternative universe 2016 MacBook that could have shipped that yeah, because yeah. none of but, this yeah. actually needed... Like, If we look at this machine right now, None of this could have not shipped in 2016. You know, you usually you look at like if you look at a new iPhone, you see why they couldn't have shipped this any earlier than than September of this year, right? Because they're just yeah. certain there's technology in there that was just really hard to to make, and they needed 
to wait till now to ship it. This MacBook doesn't have anything where innovation and technology enabled them to build this machine. It's just a machine they decided not to build in 2016. They realized it was a mistake and now they ship it. And it seems like everyone's happy. So overall, hmm. good. But also pretty big screw up for, for three years with their MacBook line. Sure, yes. But I'm I'm super happy that yeah. we're... And, and, and that's the thing, like... I really like a lot of the specs about this machine as well. Like, it really does feel like a pro machine. I mean, the whole, um, you know, up to eight core processors, like start with six core. Like, I know we've had this before and we've had this on um, the most recent MacBook I mean, Pro as well. But the, like, the, st- the, the default CPUs are the same as in the previous generation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, but, but the thing is, it does really feel pro. Like, the whole up to eight terabytes of a solid state storage, mm-hmm. up to 64 gigs of RAM. Like, these are things that, That's you know, it's nice to be able to customize your your portable laptop that high. And this is the thing, if it's your only computer and you have a need for this processing power, mm-hmm. you can spec it up and you have this, like, relatively portable machine. You can work from anywhere and it's as powerful as a lot of desktop machines. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it's awesome. And another thing that Apple really um, emphasized in their, like, in their press um tour i'm gonna call it um was the improved uh, speaker and microphone mm-hmm. system and mm-hmm. i i was thinking like i mean really you know you're not gonna record a podcast with it or whatever but like just day to day like i don't know we've all been in meetings where people are calling in and the sound is horrible and you know someone's too far yeah, away from yeah. the microphone or you know something like that or, or even the the speakers that are like relaying that message, like they're, they're poor too. Like just little things like that. Like yeah, okay, you're not gonna record. You know, Taylor Swift isn't gonna record her next single on that. But like it's you know just that general kind of quality of life improvement amongst people who use MacBook Pros day to day in offices mm-hmm. and for meetings and things like professionally. Like it just it's all kind of coming together as a nice computer. Yeah. The larger screen, mm. obviously awesome. If you can have yeah. Yeah. a slightly larger screen, and I mean it is a slightly larger computer, but like. Just a little bit bigger makes it nicer. But I think the speaker system is actually a very, very good example of something that is just a quality of life improvement that you wouldn't... Yes. No one's buying this computer for that. No, But no. you, if mm. you would be in a remote meeting and you know one of your coworkers has that machine, you would ask them to use that as the the the... The machine that powers the, the meeting, right? Because you're yeah, like, absolutely. I can actually hear yep. you people, that, yeah. that which seems useful. Yeah. And but you wouldn't be as a person owning a... Like, if you have 50 employees, you're not going to buy them all new computers but because also, of this, but it's... But also the things that I really like about Apple products, it's like, mm. you, you buy them for certain things, but you get all the other things yeah. you didn't even think about. Yeah, you get really nice bonuses. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, the, the, the microphone... They sound pretty good. Like compared to most other laptop microphones, yeah. they're they're significantly better. And I think it's the same with the speaker as well. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not watching things on my computer much, but like you, like your examples, like just having meetings and hearing people is just really beneficial. But it's also like so many people do use. The, you know, when whenever we we did any kind of marketing videos or anything like that, yeah. you would show them on the machine you have, which tends to be a laptop. Yeah. yeah. You know, just all those things are just. nicer and those things do add up so i think for those kind of things apple's also really good like whoever uh, is in their audio engineering team like for all their audio devices they're all pretty impressive like we just talked about how good the airpods are right Um, yeah that's true in general i mean i think it feels like apple is putting a lot of focus on good sound So, yeah, it's, it's it's really mm-hmm. cool. I, I I like that feature a lot more than I thought. Like the, mm. that just seems super uh, 
kind of neat Apple expectations for like everything is a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. Like if it can be nicer, let's make it nicer. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I am desperate for a 14 inch version of that. And I, I I'm not desperate in that I need a new computer, but like a 14 inch version of this would be amazing. And yes, I know the processors won't be as fast and maybe it'll cap out at 32 gigs of RAM instead of 64 and there'll be other trade-offs, but mm. that's kind of the machine that I want. And, you know, ever since the Mac, the 13 inch MacBook Pro processors went to quad core or the, at least the option for quad core, it's kind of like that's, that alone is quite impressive. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just like quite looking forward to being able to replace because like I've said, I use one computer and well, I actually have a work computer at the moment, but I use one computer between all the places I need to go kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I sometimes work on the train and sometimes I work in a cafe and I, I quite like the idea of having uh, the like having the ability to do whatever I need to do from wherever and not worrying about, oh, I'm going to wait till I get home to use my faster computer, which I don't have for the record. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like that could, that is an alternative to have a mm. like slow laptop and a fast computer at home. But I like the idea of being able to whip out a laptop from wherever I am in the world and be able to do exactly what I need to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think even though I probably don't need it, if there is a 14-inch version coming in the next 12 months, I will most likely be buying that. But if yeah. it's a 13 so, yeah. months, no deal. <laughs> oh, look, that would be fine. I think, like, just the equivalent. Of, I don't know. It just, may, I think, that makes sense though to up the screen size on the 13 inch as well. There's yeah. a bit yeah. of bezel space here. Already at wish lists. Uh, I would also take one of those 14 inch, please. Um, yeah, nice. Ideally, with uh, the option to not get the touch bar, that would be that would be a machine I would be excited about. I quite like the touch bar. Yeah, that's I don't like right, it, but, but I'm not gonna hate on it. No, no, but that's the thing. You know. It, it's good. You like it. You should. You should have it. But no, I said so it don't would be nice no, to have an option, an option without yeah. it. Especially, no, I, get that. I mean, in a in a three thousand something dollar computer, the extra hundred dollars also doesn't make as much of a dent, right? That you mm-hmm. pay for the touch bar. Um, but if you if you have the fourteen inch, it would probably be significantly cheaper. So mm. the the touch bar mm. becomes like just um percentage-wise, larger chunk of the money you pay. I mean, it could be something yeah. that they're falling back on as well, because they did used to have the um, the original, I think 2016 MacBook came out with uh, without the touch bar as well. That's right, yeah. There was, a, so, there, was yeah. there is a, which I have in front of me right now, I'm recording a podcast yeah, on it, a 2016 13-inch without yeah. a, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wonder if at that point it's like go get the Air, which I know is not a solution if you want one computer that you you know, as a software developer that you work mm, from mm-hmm. exclusively, um, but I wonder if that's the, like, if you're really against touch bar, go get the Air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it, but it does have touch this, like, the, the baseline 13-inch right now is, is 1600 here at least, um, which... I would I mean, not advise that computer, though. No, no, like. but I'm just saying, like, that's the baseline. Assuming the, the 14-inch, when it comes out, will will do the same it did from, for the 15-inch, just replace the line as it is with the same pricing. Then you pay, like, two... Like, for the 1600, you pay 200-ish for the touch bar, I think. Uh, that's a, It's a good amount of percentage of the cost of the machine that goes towards something that is very niche. Yeah, no, you're right. So I do think it does that's also have the much machine where, where not having a touch bar is more likely than it would be on a 16-inch. I'd still be happy with it with, but I'd rather save myself that money for something I don't want to have in the first place. Yeah, no, fair point. As I said, this is, this is wish list corner, mm. not... Not, not reality corner. <laughs> uh, speaking of wish lists, so when would... I mean, this is not... Okay. Uh, predictions list. When do you guys think the... 14 inch would come out. I didn't sign up for this. Well, 
you got to think on your feet. Optimistically, I'd love to see March. Like, okay. I don't know. Sometimes I do things in March. I don't think it will. I I think that might be a bit too soon. Um, hopefully by Dub Dub. Like, it could be a, mm. you know, sneaky press release on the morning of Dub Dub. Uh, it could be mentioned in the keynote at the beginning. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to think by mid next year. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, so you would think within the next year, at least the next. So you would think that the next update to the to the thirteen inch would be a fourteen inch. Yes, I would. Okay. I'd guess so. Like, I don't think they'll do another revision on the thirteen inch. Um, mm. And and I think if you're doing, you know, if you're doing that revision that brings the new keyboard in, um, at the same time they're probably going to change the design. And this is what happened with. Oh, and the, the with the original Retina, the 15-inch came out before the 13-inch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And that was kind of like the precursor, and then everything else went Retina across the line. Um, so, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, mm. It also makes me a bit more comfortable buying, like, uh, hypothetically, when this 14-inch comes out, it makes me more comfortable buying it day one because hopefully if there's any, like, manufacturing mm-hmm. issues, they've worked them out on the 15-inch. Um, I don't know if there's keyboard issues or if there's anything. Like, hopefully... That's kind of the guinea pig for this, um, and and it's sorted by the time the fourteen inch comes. I mean, there's not a lot that really pushes stuff, right? I'd be fairly confident buying this machine right now. Oh no, I would be too. But just you know, in the t- in sure, if you're thinking about the positives here, yeah. If you uh, if you want to talk delight. yourself into buying a new computer, okay, that's <laughs> you take all the arguments you can find. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Got to spend a lot of money. You're gonna justify it somehow. Yeah. I'm actually just looking at uh, pricing for. Oh, man. So, okay, the laptop that I would probably buy, like, just let's assume pricing stays the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it would be like a this 2.4 gigahertz quad core, uh, 16 gigs of RAM, one terabyte SSD, right, looking no, at like $3,600, which is so crazy. But I can probably 3, justify it because- in Australia. Whoa, that's um, significantly more. It's ridiculous. Whoa. That includes all our taxes, though, just just for the record. Yeah. That is what you pay. The price you see is the price you pay. <laughs> I'm going to ask you at the counter for more. Here you pay 2300 and then you have to pay uh, 5% on top of that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I pick yeah. hours. <laughs> no, I went, with the, I went with the maxed out one, like the better processor and stuff. Uh, I feel yeah, like yeah, there's the, not a one-to-one there. So, which one? If you're looking at... If you're looking at the 13-inch MacBook Pro page, yep. like the buy page, mm-hmm. it's the best one. The best and then I bumped one. the RAM that's, and storage. All right. That's the base for the, the best one. Uh, the, the base best one is 2.5. And then you added 16 gigs of RAM. Okay. So, it's two. Oh, it's 3,000 here. Yeah. All right. So, it's 2.7 um, here. Okay. Yeah. So, it's 300. Yeah. And mm. I added Plus 16 tax, gigs of RAM. Huh? And, okay. Wow. Mm. Mm. Well, okay. And business expense, get the... Yeah, ten percent back. <laughs> yeah, but also, realistically, um, I wouldn't be surprised if if that like the the max, um, kind of pre configuration would come with sixteen because they did bump. That's true. Yes, they bumped the other ones. Yeah, uh, and I think they bumped the storage size as well. The yeah, default that's storage right. size. Um, yeah. so that's the thing. It might, mine ends up paying less, but I'm just looking at like what I would buy if it came mm. out tomorrow and yeah. with the same specs and um. I don't know. I'm excited. Um, very excited. Yeah, the base and it one is like, really good value. Like even the oh, base amazing. 16, yeah. it's it's so much better value than it was before because you can actually yes. the base model is a really good machine now. Like 16 gigs of RAM is it's probably amazing. pretty decent for most most use cases, and having the 512 gigabyte SSD instead of the 256 is also probably. I mean, for for most use cases, that's fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. How much is it in Canada? The base. Uh, 
2750. Whoa, that's a huge difference. It's 3800 here. 3800 for the base 16? Base 16. What? Yeah. 3800. Okay. Well, no, can fly to Vancouver and get the trip for free if you <laughs> grab a MacBook on your way back. It's intense. Yeah, well, see, I'm telling you. Mm. You should move to Vancouver someday. <laughs> so, yeah, 3,800 Australian dollars is 3,400 Canadian dollars. Mm. So you are right. getting a nice discount there, sir. Let me put it in a basket and see how much it is with taxes, just so... Let me just try checking out. (laughs) (laughs) Apple Pay, oops. (laughs) Uh, Guest check out, returning customer. Why do I have to do that? This is a great show. This is what people do. I know. Mm. Mm. Tune in while Kai buys and then doesn't buy a Mac. Why is it asking? Wait, this is asking a lot of questions. Uh, Order summary. Here we go. So, 3,000 with taxes. 3,070. Okay, so it's about a $400 difference. Wow. Mm. Um, yeah, this is a lot. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you should, should come here. Mm. But you would actually, if you would buy it in Australia for three, what was it? Three, eight? Well, a base 16 inches, three, eight, yes. Yeah. So then, if you would come here, you would get 10% back at the Australian border. So it would almost that is true. match. Well, uh, if you bought it personally, otherwise you just buy it through a business and you get that 10% back. That's true too. Um, and you could qualify for business discounts. I'm just looking at consumer prices. So it might be another like 5% there. But yeah. you, could, you could get that here too. Yeah, yeah, no, you could get that anywhere if you have a business account mm-hmm. with Apple. All right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, it's exciting, shiny new laptops. It's cool. Mm hmm. If I go missing, it's probably because Apple released a 14-inch and I spent <laughs> everything on it. Sold it your, yeah, sold everything. Sold my soul. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not as you have to do. You don't need that Affordable-ish. One. You'll be fine. <laughs> what are you going to do with so that? So, I, considering that Marlon started us with predictions, uh, let's bounce it right back to you. What do you think, you think Marlon? When, when will we see the mm. 14-inch... Huh, I didn't know you would ask me. <laughs> when was the latest 13-inch coming out? Do you know? Well, that is cheating. No, it's not cheating. It's an educated guess. I think they were bummed at the same time, right? So, okay, I'm not going to look. I guess maybe in September-ish? Oh, that late. Right. Was there something this year? Was there a small bump earlier this year? I'm not sure. Uh, Mac Rumors Buyer's Guide is usually the place to go. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but I don't want to cheat. So I feel like either it's going to be March or September. But I feel like I'm going to guess something. That's and fair. Zach already picked March, so I'm going to pick September. <laughs> Look, I would like I think September makes it, but I would hope that we don't wait a year for the follow-on. Like hopefully yeah. six months, or it's yeah. not even six months now. It's like four months away. Um, hopefully the technology is nailed down. I don't know. Maybe I'm optimistic, but yeah, I don't know. I I would imagine Apple wanting to push like considering like they they still have a lawsuit going on about uh, the keyboard. Mm. I I would mm. see them wanting to push like at yeah. least those kind of things to all machines as soon as they can, right? Mm-hmm. And the the thirteen slash fourteen inch MacBook seems to be the most obvious candidate because. It would be a computer where they have a bit so more space. It, but why wouldn't they just have updated that at the same time now then? I mean, still, still rather pick priorities. Yeah. You know, if if they need to start somewhere, start with the one that's like the most expensive, the most pro of the pros. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then move it down. Um, but I was thinking, isn't, I mean, they don't, if they would 
replace the keyboard on both of them. Wouldn't that be admitting that they did something wrong and that could influence yeah, their lawsuit? You're just making it even better. Okay. You know. Yeah, I just thought maybe they kept one around. Progress. Innovation. I don't think they no, keep one around as a, yeah. as a... You know, I don't think I would no. do that. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna... Maybe March, but it's a bit optimistic, so I'm gonna say September. But I'm not That's at fair. all... Yeah. Ex- I, I don't disagree with March being a possible release date either. Because oh, otherwise, fair. it's so long until the next one is released. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and how about you, Kai? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm hoping for spring. Seems. What's that? I don't know <laughs> what your seasons are. <laughs> Early next year. Um, okay. Just cool. seems like a sensible. As I said, I, I think Apple would want to move those improvements into as many machines as possible. Mm. Like just like better cooling. Better speakers, better microphone, better keyboard. Seems yeah, like yeah. Okay, I'm convinced. I think that too. But I'm still gonna stick with September. All right, that's fair. And it's just also like in general, like more heat in machines, probably not that great uh, long term, anyways. So I, I, I think Apple wants to move that as soon as they can, and I think spring seems reasonable for as soon as you can. Hmm. Cool. Um, I have. <sighs> I feel like there were a couple of things you wanted to talk about related to Apple TV, Kai. Mm-hmm. You seem to be pretty frustrated when you <laughs> were watching shows and not about the shows. Okay. Thanks for putting those words in my mouth. You're I, I don't think I was frustrated. I, I'm mostly... Zach, have you, have you played with Apple TV Plus at all? Not in the slightest, other than opening the app and have closing it again and opening it and closing it again. But <laughs> what nothing. Okay, what what like nothing. No watching. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Did you claim your one-year free service? Didn't have to because I'm on a student Apple Music plan. Yeah, so, it was just you. like, boom, here you go. <laughs> so, I'm not sure how that works. Like, do I get the one-year free trial after the student Apple Music plan? I don't know. I don't know. Do they stack? What if I would buy two phones? No, I don't think I don't think stack. that. I think it's once per account. But if yeah. I technically mm-hmm. haven't claimed anything, maybe there'll still be like mm-hmm. a valid claim to go on my account. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. All right, interesting. Mm. Um, mm. That's that's a really good deal for students in general. What is it like? Five bucks a month for both music and TV? Yeah, I, th- I think it's five ninety nine Australian. Yeah. So it's probably five. In the yeah, US, it's yeah. it's pretty good. Um, Get you while you're young, hey, and then you <laughs> pay up when yeah. you have a good paying job after your education. It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, Apple's always done that, right? The the student discounts. There used to be even steeper student discounts for all their. Their products that's kind of not as as much happening anymore but good for the services keeps gets people sticky um yeah apple tv plus uh i don't really want to talk about it tv shows considering that you've not watched them i think that would be boring but just meta the one thing <laughs> which is funny the one thing i thought apple would nail is the apps i was like surely apple you know like anyone can make tv yeah like, like if you apple have a budget, is a tech Apple is a tech company. They they can make an app for it. Yeah, but if you have a budget, anyone can. You know, Zach could make Zach Productions if he had a mil- billion dollars to spend uh, uh, next year, right? Any anyone can mm-hmm. can get into that business. But I thought, hey, you know what? Apple, they know how to make apps. They're a software company. Care about quality. Care. You about- make it sound like everyone. Why? I think this logic doesn't really add up. Why would anyone be able to make a TV show, but everyone can't make an app? I mean, I'm. I'm just saying Apple already has some of the best software yeah. developers like and designers. Anyone can make an app. Yeah. It's Apple. I yeah. think that's more the 
Yeah, well, like Apple doesn't make TV shows, right? Apple pays someone else to make TV shows. Well, Apple makes apps and they made the app. They didn't pay some agency to make the app. Um, and that was very disappointing. The, the apps uh, in, in a lot of uh, small but annoying details. It also seems to have changed already. So when we watched the first show, uh, it wouldn't let, or the first few episodes of, of a show, it we didn't see an option to skip the intro at all. Mm. And Apple TV shows... And the intros are so long. Yeah, they It's like House of Cards stand there. Yeah, they have like two minutes uh, intros. I was like, well, you know, Netflix, they're pretty good at that. It's like intro starts, you like want to skip it, and they jump right to the end of the intro. Mm. Um, turns out we watched an episode of something yesterday, and then we did get a skip intro button. So I was like, okay, maybe maybe it wasn't ready, whatever. But it doesn't skip to the end. It skips to like the last 10 seconds, which is still longer than I want to see the same intro uh, again. So that's a bit weird. Also, they don't skip the previously. Like if there's a previous yeah. in the beginning of an episode... They don't skip that, so you see that again. You like watch you an episode, you watch the next one, you watch the previously of what you've just seen. Bit weird. Um, same for the outro. They don't have like a like a play next. Yeah, theme. it doesn't automatically yeah. suggest to play next as soon as the show is over and it starts showing the the credits. So those kind of things I was quite surprised about because if you watch anything on Netflix, like the viewing experience is just like as close to perfect as you can from a like app interaction. Um, concept mm -hmm. apples is not quite there yet and that surprised me yeah it is a um on a, on a more positive side the the quality of the uh video files when the streaming is is mm, very that's impressive. true the stream is really f has been flawless for us yeah but also just really like super high bit rate they use the bit rate in the right places like everything looks really like they don't have any kind of issues in dark scenes it just looks like really really high quality like it um, I th I saw an article. It actually has a higher bit rate than a lot of the iTunes like content that you could buy. Oh, really? Yeah. So why is that? Why? Yeah. Apple decided to do so. What wouldn't they like? Why wouldn't they, wouldn't they be able to do that on iTunes? I don't know. I don't know what they're able to do. Okay. I mean, it's like those are their own shows, right? So they can do whatever the hell they want with it. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's about the video encoding itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So it's it's just really high quality stream. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty good. So that yeah, that part, yeah. like the the watching, like the not doing anything and sitting there and watching, uh, that that is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also surprised. It's like even when you're in the main menu, it doesn't recommend you to watch the shows that you started watching. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. We finished the first episode of For All Mankind, and we're like, all right, how do we watch the next one? Yeah. It suggested, hey, do you want CC? I'm like, no, I don't want to see that show. Why wouldn't you just recommend me to watch the next one of what I just finished? Um, and it's a bit confusing because they want to aggregate all the other shows. So it sometimes suggests something completely random that I have no interest in watching. So those kind of, they're, they're still a bit... Uh, they're tweaking it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's potential for tweaking. Hmm. Um, also, like, if you download a show and for, like, offline access, we did travel a lot over the last few weeks. Um, so we downloaded like a few episodes for to watch them like at a airport or on a plane, and then the the progress syncing is really broken. Um, so you watch the show, you finish the episode, and it doesn't update the sync mm -hmm. progress. So it's like, hey, you want to watch the show? I wonder again? if that's just a general offline problem that it doesn't sync with your 
iCloud account. But it, it's not even that it doesn't sync to your iCloud. It doesn't even keep the progress locally on your Mac. Like, let's say you oh, okay. download a new episode, oh, never so watched you, it, watch yeah. it halfway through, yeah. stop the episode, walk away from the Mac, come back, and it's like, hey, you want to watch this episode from, from the beginning? Like, no, I don't. Well, you should just never pause things in the middle of it. Mm. <laughs> just, just finish the whole thing, watch yeah. all the credits, and yeah. wait for a different suggestion. Yeah. Um, and then the last on my list of nitpicky things about the TV Plus app uh, is they decided to change the user interaction of the viewing UI that is consistent across basically all apps on the Mac, right? Uh, on, on, on tvOS. Like, you know how you have, like, you watch a thing, you can swipe up from the top in order to see information. You can pause and play, and if you hit the menu button, you go back in the menu. Yeah, Apple doesn't do that for their own apps. Or for their, for their own apps, they do it, but not for the TV app. Instead, if you hit the menu button... That's concerning. They show the info sheet and there's no way to dismiss it yeah. unless you and if you hit the menu button the again to get rid of the menu it goes into like it leaves the episode mm. and maybe we're doing something wrong and the two but things honestly, it does suggest anyway. like you hit menu it brings up that that like heads up display yeah the, the info sheet yeah and the default button that's highlighted is play from the beginning so you're like yeah oh, i don't want to touch anything right so now so that's it i think it's play for the beginning and like more info or like there's one other button yeah. there that doesn't help me what about the swipe gesture? Yeah, maybe you can thing? swipe it away. But it just like why? Why would it behave differently from the rest? Like, what? What's the intention there? It's like we think people need to be confused in one of our apps. That's, yes, uh, that must have been it. Uh, I think that was the story for that, yeah, that the feature design implementation. Code. Yeah, but it's weird, right? It's like you you train people how to use your platform for years now. They they like your platform enough to subscribe to your premium service or get it for free or get it iPhone. for free whatever, um, and then you you change it for this one app. And it's almost worse, right? If this would be now mm. a new thing across all apps, it takes some time. You get used to it, and and you move on. But considering that it's only the one app, it's like you're now not expecting that behavior because you, you don't remember I'm in this app, so it will behave differently. Yeah, it's a bit weird. So apart from that, pretty good. Mm. Yeah, overall, I am found some shows that I like as well. So that's a good start. But we can talk about that in a different episode. But overall, I think I'm, we are more positive towards the shows than the critics were. Um, because so you're saying we shouldn't be critics? <laughs> um, I don't know. There were also stories about how Apple treated their critics. Like apparently oh, okay. Apple only seeded the first three episodes and that's not common practice in the TV industry. And, and a lot of people were really pissed about that because they were treated differently and usually can see the whole thing. Yeah. But I mean, if you ever had any interaction with Apple, you know that they're pretty secret. Yeah. Yeah. But also if, if you if you want someone to review your stuff and you, you treat them shitty, yeah. uh, good chance yeah, they will not yeah. be as favorable. You know, it, yeah. it does taint your opinion, even if you're trying to be as professional as you can. Yeah. You know, if someone's like, you know, usually you review a season, and Apple gives you like three episodes, I'm like, well, that that's not a season. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Especially considering how many TV people Apple hired for this, I'm surprised mm. that they are not, didn't tell them that's not how we're doing things. Yeah, I'm interested to hear. It would be great to hear a bit more about how those teams work together because I think tech and Hollywood or the film and indus- the movie industry would be quite different. I just assume. So it would be interesting to hear sort of how they work together and who is doing what and like 
I don't know if they're changing practices in general to f- to work together. Mm. Either way, uh, I think TV shows overall better than I expected. App different from what I expected. Mm. Um, we should probably cut it here. Yeah, and, and then stay tuned for next week when we're going to talk about a lot of other exciting things. I don't know. <laughs> Such as talk. project management and exciting technologies, Swift <laughs> UI and non-invasive G- CGM. You make this sound really boring. 